you guys. This is Davey Suicide. You're listening to the most brutally bullshit podcast <laughs> out there. Hey, guys. This is Davey Suicide. You are listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Turn it up. Hey, you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. I am Bruce. I'm Christopher. And today we've got yet another good one. We're going to be speaking with Davey Suicide. I've heard he's a trip to talk to, so I can't wait to get him on the line. Right on, man. Chris, meet Davey. Davey, meet Chris. Yes, yes, yes. Davey, thanks for calling in. I hear Bruce is a total mess up. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> hey, you never do things right the first time. Right? No, but I'm the brains and looks behind the outfit, so you got to give me a little bit of slack. Cool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's just not the one that does the tech side of things, you know? Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like answering right. a phone. In his in his view, he still looks for a rotary dial. You guys doing all right today? Yeah, yeah. We're in the, the phase we leave on Monday. Oh, I uh, thought you were out on the road already, like, so you're, you're just prepping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to, like, sort through all the merch. I think I was a little hungover yesterday, and, and I was going through the sizes, and I kept putting the wrong sizes in the wrong bins, and I was like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> But it took way longer than I was supposed to. But like, yeah, I'm normally really savvy. But like, we we uh, we had a friend of ours have a big party, so it happens. Besides doing the merch kind of stuff, what kind of prep goes into getting ready for? Because you guys are going out for a pretty decent length of a tour, right? Yeah, I mean, we have a light show set up uh, that is in sync with our set. So we're plugging in like three new songs from the, for our album on this. So we're getting you know all the all the lights programmed, um, all the BMX lights programmed. So right. we're doing that, um, I'm kind of doing different costume changes for this. So part of like planning out the set is doing it in the order where I have like segues to kind of run off for a second and then just you know flip shit up a little bit. Right. Um, and. Uh, Kind of like modifying my stuff. I, I find that like a lot of my costumes are evolutionized from like previous tours and then I just cut stuff and sew it together and, and it just becomes like an amalgamation over time of things. But, uh, almost like a time capsule. Um, kind of, kind of. And, uh, so we're also kind of trying to stay on brand with like what the videos are looking like and stuff like that. But, uh, um, so that happens, and I'm just picking up a bunch of stuff today, like our, you know, the cards that we're passing out at the shows, and and some of the, some of the uh, merch stuff, and just right. production stuff. I'm getting a new mic stand because I had this like skull mic stand for a long time. I'm making a new mic stand that's going to go along with a different song. So I'm uh, getting all this stuff for that, and uh, mailing off orders, mailing my Patreon stuff, getting the wireless pack. Oh man, fun stuff! It's so much, so much rock star life right there. <laughs> it's, it's so much. I don't know. It's 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 a lot, but you know, whatever. It's exciting because we haven't been we haven't played since February. I haven't seen the guys in a minute, and um, it's gonna feel great to be on stage with them again. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. What kind of uh, rehearsals have gone into it? So you guys haven't even been in the same room together. No, we'll we'll get in on Sunday and on Monday. You know, everyone is so uh, just does their homework, right? 
So we'll, we'll, we be, we, you know, we're on a group chat on our phones and, and we'll, we'll shit talk about what we want to do set wise and, and everyone kind of does their homework and we just bust into a room and make sure the order works and, uh, if we're doing any segues and stuff, but you know, Derek and Nico and I have played together for so long that it's, it's like clockwork now, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I remember we're growing up when you're like having band practice twice a week in like a basement and stuff. Right. <laughs> now, now it's like we email each other, we text each other, everyone comes in, and, and you know, normally it's like after the first song, it's just like riding the bike. Sweet. That's awesome. That is really awesome. Chris, yeah, when you're young, yeah, when you're young, you know, like in bands, you're like, we need to practice, 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 and then you get older and you realize, well, actually, I just need to be prepared. <laughs> yeah, you've kind of already put in the work, you know, for the newer songs. Yeah. Like, I've had to, re- I mean, I'm rehearsing on my own each day. Of course. Actually, not each day, probably every other day. But um, but you've already put in the work. And also, I think, you know, when this band started, we were on a click. And that just changed everything for us, you know. I mean, it's just so easy to be consistent when you're playing in perfect time and you know, um, I think a lot of the fluctuation when you're younger and you're just, you're just kind of punk rocking it, you know, which yeah. a lot of bands, you know, the more, I would say the older bands do that still. But um, I just think practicing the same way every time gets you tighter. And I think that's why it's a lot easier for us. Oh, yeah. Well, so much easier. I, I, when I first started playing live to a click, I was just like, this is amazing. And you notice the change in the audience, too, I think. Do you notice that as well? When when you see the audience, when you watch a band that's playing to a click, the audience seems to be more in tune with what with what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, there's there's harmony there. I mean, there's kind of a... So I would agree, yeah. Cool. Bruce? Do you find that it gets more difficult to uh, prepare or to actually get out on the road as you're um, getting older, I guess? Um, it's a different kind of grind. I think, I think you find yourself doing kind of maybe not accepting certain things that you used to accept in the past. Um, so I think you just become a little bit more particular on what works and what doesn't work. Um, cause we've done hundreds and hundreds of shows a year right. kind of run and, 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 what I've learned is that you, if we're in the right environment to grow, uh, it's a lot more fruitful than going on misfit tours where we don't really make sense or, you know, going on, like, just tours that, with bands that it just kind of aren't on brand with us. Right. This Wednesday 13 and, um, is definitely on brand. Yeah, and and it'll be great. And, and I have no doubt that us, Static, and, and Wednesday, it's going to be awesome, and we'll probably get more coverage out of these these shows than we would maybe like with a month with I don't know you know some of the other bands that we've done I don't want to single anyone out but right um so I would say in that capacity you know I mean we're still we're still in a van but you know I, I think that decision is you have bands that kind of go the RV or bandwagon bus route and they come back and they don't have money or you have bands that do it in the van and sleep in hotels and then you come back and you all make money and i right. think you know just to, to, to sustain this as a lifestyle 
you have to make certain sacrifices unless you're just absolutely killing it. And that's obviously where we want to get with this right. album. Awesome. Awesome. Bruce, do you have anything else? Oh yeah, absolutely. So I know when you're, when you guys are writing music and you're quite a theatrical band as well, and you were talking about the lights earlier, when you're writing your records, are you writing with the live show in mind, like how it's going to come across on stage? Or are you writing the sh- song just for like the record sake? Um, I think it's both. I think um, a lot of what the song is about kind of tends to be about lyrically what, where we're going. Um, obviously, I think we, we always try to have a balance of like four four or five like really heavy live songs that would be fun, you know? So we'll go through and we'll be like, all right, so we have, you know, eight songs for an album. We need a couple more. What are we missing? Are we missing a ballad? Are we missing like a mid-tempo song? Are we missing a strip club type song? Are we missing just a heavy like rager, you know? Right. Um, and Jared, who is our original keyboard player, he doesn't tour with us anymore, but we still um, write the lines share the music together. He tends to write a lot of like heavy, heavy stuff. And, um, and I think, um, so a, a lot of it com- comes from, I think musically where, where, where he's feeling. He's just, I think, um, but, uh, I think you always have it in mind, but I don't think that there's an absolute formula to all of this. Gotcha. So along, cool. the, along the same lines of the, uh, of being on stage, um, this is not necessarily related to the record or anything, but what is the, since you're so theatrical, I imagine you've had some crazy mishaps. What's the worst mishap that's happened to you on stage? I mean, I've had stuff where I just haven't gotten my, my jackets and stuff off in time or they've gotten tangled. Um, <laughs> we were in New Zealand and, and I literally couldn't get the sleeve of my jacket off. I don't know if I was just buffed that month or whatever, but, <laughs> uh, that, that's the story we're going to, with to, right it was the last show of the Wednesday 13 run last year uh, like last April-ish I think something oh, May maybe but uh, yeah and I just couldn't get this jacket off so I just pulled the shit out of it and ripped the sleeve off and I was like well at least we don't have a show tomorrow <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah and um I mean, Nico, Nico's ate shit at the Regent in, in uh, Hollywood before he was playing a guitar solo. And uh, one of the Ego Risers that we were standing on, literally, it slid because, like, the, the stage was kind of like a slick floor. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and he just ate shit. And uh, oh. so that was, that was rough. I mean, we've had stuff where, like, the lights weren't working and right. stuff like that. Um for the most part, we're pretty we're pretty savvy. Like we're very self-contained, and um, I think we we get a lot of compliments from touring bands that that we're with because we 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 kind of have our act together when it comes to that that kind of stuff. That's good. That's important. Cool. I see here that you guys played Shiprock this year. How was that for you? That was probably one of my favorite things we've ever done. Um, nice. I just think, first of all, we, we, we got to just be shoulder to shoulder and, like, eat dinner and hang out with a lot of the bands that, that we really respect. Yeah. Um, and um, it, the, the community just kind of felt like there wasn't 
there wasn't, there was a lot of camaraderie, I think. I think that's what I liked the, the best out of it. Um, we did this thing called the Stowaways where we were singing like, you know, other tunes that the guy Danny Hill kind of arranged and, um, and, you know, we're, we're in the room with, you know, the dudes from POD and, you know, Chad from Hell Yeah and, and right. uh, you know, Joey Belladonna and, and, um, just, just, you know, guys that monkey, I mean, I'm sorry, a head from corn, you know, just dudes that are like, you know, really established musicians and, and we're sitting here, you know, getting ready to play like zombie tune with John Tapesta and Trey from POD and, you know, Nico and I are going to play, you know, and, and, uh, and then, uh, it was just such a cool thing for the rehearsal because all those dudes are sitting there watching you, you know, with their wives or their PAs, you know, and, and, um, it felt it felt like we were kind of like accepted at that point. Um, like all the pop right. guys were super cool. Morgan from Seven Dust was awesome to us, and um, then and then just playing like you know those were kind of like the fans that were kind of the top tier in a way. You know, like those right. people live their life for that vacation each year. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we played we played a show in Baltimore. I think the following month, and like people drove from three, six hours away that went on ship rocks and saw us just to come to the show. That's pretty like, cool. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I live in Hollywood and people, my friends don't even drive 15 minutes from <laughs> Hollywood to the Valley to visit. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> because there's traffic. So. Yeah. That's a good feeling. I'm sure. It was great. Oh. It was great. You know, we were originally just going to play the Stowaways, and and um, it was just me, Derek, and um, and Nico were just playing. You know, a couple tunes on the Stowaways set, and then it ended up we had a you know a Davy Suicide set in the atrium, and that thing was packed. I mean, all Motionless guys came, like Brian from Corn came, and and uh, just all the bands just came. Morgan and right. And it was just uh, like the atrium had like seven floors up, you know, and you could just see people on every single row. And I was like, holy shit, like, I need to do this again. <laughs> yeah, and um, you're, just, you're on a boat, <laughs> which is cool, you know. It's, it's wild because it'll move, you know. Like, we were on stage doing our thing, and I felt, I felt drunk because I was just like, every once in a while, you would just get like a jolt to the side or something, and, and you slide a little bit, you know. And, right. Definitely, yeah. like outside, I felt it way more because that stage was, was was really big, and and you're gonna you're feeling the air, and I think there was a little bit of drizzle one of the nights because um, I got to do two nights of that. That's pretty and, uh, cool. It was fun, man. You know, it was just uh, it's it's inspiring being around people that really love rock music because I feel like it's, it's been on a decline for a long time. Pop has taken over and. Um, rap, and uh, and I think that the rock fans are there. They just need to be ignited again. I'm all for I it. I couldn't agree more. Oh, yeah. Chris, are you good? I'm good, thanks. So before we uh, before we go any further, are you okay answering? We, ha we have this part of the show where we ask a bunch of ridiculous questions. It's called the Furious Five, and they're off the wall, and if you're game and have a sense of humor, I'd love to put you through them. Okay, yeah, that's sort of just something I don't want to answer, I'll just say. Yeah, yeah that's fine, yeah. Nothing okay. nothing out of the ordinary. I mean, well, they are out of the ordinary, but they're, they're fucked up, but they're fucked up on purpose. 
So name something people rent for a party. Girlfriends. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> you said that with such a straight face. If you had, it's just so real out here. It's yeah. just dudes with money. It's like the guy that shows up to the party and has a girl on his arm, and you're like, you didn't earn that. <laughs> Hollywood it's is it, so it's common that bad, here, huh? dude. Wow, I know I've heard that. It. It's just it's it's it, it it is a thing, you know. It's not super common, but it's it happens. All right. <laughs> if you lost your sense of smell, what smell would you miss the most? Man, I like vanilla and uh, cucumber melon, and that's really cheesy, but no. <laughs> um, that, and I feel like girls wear that perfume a lot. That's just like, it's a game changer for me. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else can we get to? To, to? Name three root vegetables. That are grown in the ground? Yeah. I know. I told you they're fucked up. Uh, man, this might be wrong. Carrots? Yeah, got one. Um. Hmm. Oh, we may have stumped you. Asparagus? Oh, now you got me. I'm going to have to look that one up. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Um. Chris is looking it up now. I hear him Googling. Yeah. <laughs> What would a third one be? Eggplant? Uh, I don't know. We'll let Chris Google it and I'll move on. Are we still okay or you think I'm... These are Chris's questions if you don't like them. No, that's fine. I, you, know, I was, I, you, know, you know why? Potatoes. Potatoes, <coughs> definitely. Now, right? We'll take that one for sure. All right. I think it's fair. It's my, you know what I've been I was just thinking what stuff at the grocery store looks dirty when 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 you go to buy it. <laughs> I didn't do it right. Are you okay with two more? Yeah, no, we got we're good. Okay, go. so uh, let's see. Name two things you can see but not touch. You can see but not touch. The sun. That's a good one, actually. And the moon. Yeah, beautiful. And the last one, we ask everybody this one. It's, if you don't like it again, it's Chris's question. Gynophobia is an irrational fear of what? Gynophobia? Yeah, gynophobia is an irrational fear of what? Gynophobia? Gyna, G-Y-T-V? Oh, gyna, like a gynecologist? Yeah, yeah, gynophobia, correct. <laughs> so you don't like to go to the doctor? Well, it's actually the fear of women, if you Google it, but... Perfect. Oh. oh, I guess the irony is it's Guy and Nicole. Yeah. Guy, Sorry, that was Chris's question. Now, now that I know you know I guess what that was. I got it. Yep. We're, we're, we're dialed in. We're dialed in. Yeah, yes. Chris, erase that question from your list. Oh, asparagus. I, I ha it is not a root vegetable. Asparagus isn't? No, it's oh. a perennial plant. It can grow up to 150 centimeters or 59 inches in length. 
I know I love me but some But it grows out of the ground, though, right? Yeah, but no, what you eat is in the ground is it's just its root system. So you oh, actually eat the stems. Sure. Hey, so I'm, there we go. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you, Wikipedia. Two out of three? Yeah, you got two, two out, out of three. I think you got, yeah, two out of three, correct. Sorry if we were too effed up there, but we just like to mix it up I've a never bit. heard questions like that before. That was really challenging. I liked it. Well, okay, so it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't too bad then? No, it's good. Some people go either way. Some people think Chris is totally messed up for asking them, and then... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then some people love him, so... If you love him, I'll well, take I it. It's my credit. I appreciate that it's just different, because, you know, you do these things all the time. Like we yes. We do, like, every single interview we ever got on tour, and you get the same stuff over. And I almost, like, <laughs> I joked with, like, our publicist. I was like, I just need to send them, give them a, a, a handout for the generic ones. Yeah. So I don't have to say it every time. But, we, uh, <laughs> yeah, these are different. We, me and Chris, when we put this together a couple months ago, or six months ago, whatever, we decided to, because I've been doing interviews for years now, and I get tired of asking about the name of the band and, you know, all the same stuff that people can just Wikipedia or Google. And so we decided sure. to, we still talk about, you know, the band and what you're doing, but we try and mix it up and we call it like a casual conversation with whatever the, whoever the artist is, in this case, Davey Suicide. But, and then we just try and mix yeah. things up and make it a little bit different. And I tell you what, fans, we get lots of emails about these little Furious Five things. Cause I've got like a whole intro with sound effects. I'm going to add into it. People love it. Like I get people yeah. like, Hey, I almost spewed my coffee while I was drinking it, listening to it this morning. <laughs> so it's interesting. It's fun. And you know, I'm screwed up for asking them, but what the hell? Yeah, yeah. I mean, push the envelope, man. Yeah, why not? Challenge us. Challenge you. Last fact. Last fact here before we let you go. Sorry. Uh -oh. But this makes no sense to me. Asparagus has been used as a vegetable owing to its distinct flavor and in medicine due to its diuretic properties, and it's also purported to function as an aphrodisiac. Really? Mm. Have any of you thought of asparagus as an aphrodisiac before? <laughs> Well, I actually, I heard about that. Oh. Because, yeah, when you go into, like, relationship counseling and stuff, they yeah. they talk about things. Because after you get, after your, like, first year, year and a half, after the honeymoon phase, you know, wears away, a lot of relationships get kind of, like, you know, even or yeah. just uninteresting or, you know, the the spark dies or whatever, and then and your companions at that point. So mm -hmm. one of the things that they teach you is to focus on turn-ons, not turn-offs. Mm -hmm. And in light of that, there are certain things like, oh, you know, try these scents or try these foods, try these wines, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's basically to get the get your get your, your blood flowing. Interesting. And well, uh, get I, you charged up. But, yeah, that's an off-the-wall one. I have an off-the-wall and I hope it's not personally me because then it's too, revealing too much information, but asparagus, <laughs> asparagus make your piss smell. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Okay, Sorry. so it's not just me then. I don't know if it was like some weird thing I'm giving away. No. Well, and your shit's like green mush. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This podcast went to hell. <laughs> this is why I'm wondering. How the fuck is it an aphrodisiac? You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, excuse well, I me. Think honey, it's I think it's fire. I mean, I'm not going to get to her. She's probably like, hop in that boy. Jesus. Davey, I'm sorry this went the way it went. I wasn't intending on it that way, but. But we learned that asparagus is not a root vegetable. 
and it's considered an aphrodisiac, well, it makes your shit green and your piss stinks. Right. So we've, we've done something great on this podcast. You wouldn't believe Knowledge. You wouldn't believe the stuff we've learned on this podcast, stuff I can't unlearn. <laughs> I'm into it, man. Yeah, sometimes yeah. we get down these roads where we, uh, I don't know how we get there, but I get, off oh, the, yeah. I get off the phone and I'm like, what the hell did I just hear? Yeah, the singer from a Legion really took us down a road. <laughs> Are you familiar with the Legion? No, no. So they're a death metal band out of, I think, San Diego, he said, or, or maybe someone from Arizona. Yeah, San Diego. And I don't know how we got there, but somehow we started talking about urethral sounding. Do you have any idea what that is? No. Uh, don't Google it with a room full of people. But apparently, yeah. apparently it's like dudes who like to stick foreign objects down there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he responded to one of the... I think it was a Serious Five question. It was, and somehow and, he got to urethral sounding. I'm like, oh my god, I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we've gone way off the rails. I want to thank you for taking the time, and I hope you uh, will... Think about doing this again someday and we didn't fuck you up too much. No, man. Let's do it again. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Thank you for taking the time. Good luck with the tour. Travel safe. Thanks, man. Have a nice holiday. Hey, we'll see ya. You too. All right, bye. Cheers. Bye. Bruce? (laughs) Yeah, you there? I'm here. (laughs) What the heck did we just do? Well, uh, it looks like we brought him out of his shell is what happened there. I do like that everybody starts those questions thinking I'm an idiot, and by the end they're like, hey, that was refreshing. Yeah, thank God it's not another question about the album. Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out.